Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Oh, my God. It happened last night. Matt Sundin, welcome, Daniel Alfredson, to the Hockey Hall of Fame. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment, and he didn't forget the people who lifted him up right here in our own city. I want to thank Ottawa. From the first day I arrived until now, your support has been amazing. It has meant so much to me and my family. Ottawa has been the perfect place for me to live, work, and raise my family. And I was lucky to play in front of such passionate and knowledgeable fans as well. And I will never forget the Alfie chance. Thank you so much. Over, Alfie, yeah, yeah. Alfie. <laughs> he still gets them now. He just yeah. walks in any building. He probably gets it when he walks into Costco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly. But one of my favorite photos that I saw from last night, obviously, the Sens shared it, and it's got a bazillion, oh, yeah. thousands and thousands of likes, is like the originals. It was like Chris Neal, Wade Redden, Jason yeah. Spezza, Alfie, and Chris Phillips all in one photo. And it's just yeah. like, that's the empire. That's what reignited our love for hockey in Ottawa. This team made it to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2007, and uh, unfortunately they didn't win, but they were an amazing team for the entire time. I mean, they had their ups and downs just like every other team, but mm-hmm. to watch that team in its heyday was like nothing else. Yeah, his speech was good. I mean, he told that one story about like going to training camp in Renfrew, yeah. and he had forgotten, <laughs> he realized he forgot his skates in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, just an awesome night for an awesome guy. And that's the thing, like, you, you know, you see the write-up done by Carlson and, you know, like everybody that talks about him. Yes, they talked about his accolades as a hockey player, but first and foremost, like the very first few lines of anything that anybody writes or says about Alfie is what a great guy he is. 100%. What a great, you know, ambassador for the game because he's a family man. He's a dad. He's a great husband. He's just a good friend. He's a good, you know, son. He just (laughs) like the whole package. Anytime I approached him to do something stupid for Sense TV, he was always game. Didn't care what it was. He would always play along mm-hmm. yeah and uh i don't think he thanked ottawa for the weather that we're getting what oh. are we getting what are we getting t- tomorrow angie well, come on ottawa weather don't, don't blame angie <laughs> she's yeah. just the well i blame angie and i blame matt scooby who's talked about it last night on ctv uh, like oh we're yeah. getting some snow well, I mean, it depends where you are. Depends how much you'll see the Seaway Valley getting a little bit more. Montreal is going to get hammered uh, more than us. But um, for us, it looks like starting either in the overnight hours or very early morning hours. And it looks like, uh, in all likelihood, we're about five centimeters for us. Okay, They're but- saying five to ten, but it looks like ten more for like the Seaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the three of us will be broadcasting from the Chio Dream Home tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully we can get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, definitely wear your snow boots mm-hmm. and hopefully your snow tires are on. And uh, if they are not, I'm sure there's going to be uh, zero appointments left for people trying to get any today no in the 11th hour right before, which usually happens. But uh, yeah, it's coming. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, gather around. On the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about food. And we've all had a McDonald's uh, Big Mac, correct? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I ordered it without cheese. I don't like cheese on my burgers. Yes, we know. Yes. Mm-hmm. But did you know how many uh, sesame seeds are on these buns? Take a guess. Oh, jeez. Oh. On the top of a Big Mac? Yeah. I don't know. Like Andrew? 100? I'm never good at these numbers. Okay. Janelle's got 100. Uh, Angie, how much? Uh, 200. 
you're actually closer than Janelle. <gasps> that never happens. <laughs> there are 178 seeds uh, approximately on each McDonald's Big Mac bun. How, like, who counted that? Yeah, I know, right? Like, get a life. And well, you'd have to count, like, a number of them to get some sort of average because, yeah. I mean, a lot of those seeds just fall off. Yeah. But true. in food costs, you have to, you know, have to make up for it. You have to, if you're doing a, a proper business, you have to, every nickel and, and, and dime counts. But the thing is, like, the person making the buns in the factory, like, there's no way that there's someone controlling food costs and counting every one of those seeds. No. It's got to be, just like, a, like a little yeah. spritz from yeah. something yeah. that yeah. Roughly has the same weight in each spritz yeah. that puts yeah. the seeds on top, but exactly. they would know exactly. But they would know the weight of 178 seeds for sure. But think of that. The next time you grab a Big Mac or any burger for that matter. Yeah. Start now, counting. how do you rate that fact, Angie? It's useless. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, I'll give it an eight. Like, I mean, yeah, it's useless. I'll think about it as I crush a Big Mac. <laughs> Thank you. Janelle? Yeah, I think I'll give you a seven. There why we go. only a, why only a seven? Impre- like I don't, I don't give a damn. <laughs> you're, you're very hard to impress. Going, I'm not going to remember <laughs> that. That don't impress me much. <laughs> you're very hard to impress. All right, so the scores we go at ten zero thirty. Stuart's neurotic mama gives him a ten and says, "Good useless fact. Thank you, mother." Um, okay, want to know who counted these out? Says Hall of Famer, uh, Ton Mile Mike, formerly Dump Truck Mike. We got a name oh, change. We got an upgrade. Change changed his name in the to Hall of Fame. All out 9.5 for you, sir. Wow. You. Country Bumpkins give you a 10 this morning. They find, uh, they say, what a very unuseful and feckless fact. <laughs> um, uh, but they are uh, delicious with a with a burger in them. You got the word feckless. Wow. What's feckless? I don't even know what that word means. Like, <laughs> can we say feckless? Yeah, it's like basically like I don't even know how to describe it. Like basically like aloof, sort of. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, middle of the road fact. Seven out of ten from Gusto. Apparently not from the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Uh, Sharon the Tired, uh, they could skip those. I'm not a big fan of the sesame seeds. Oh, um, what? Uh, yeah. So, but uh, did like the fact and uh, giving you a seven, like Janelle. Uh, Sleepy Lees, yep, totally useless. And seriously, who counts these things? Also, who even eats Big Macs? They're gross. <gasps> How dare <Damn>. you? <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10, incredibly useless. And put cheese on your burger, your Barhaven sister. No. Yeah, I you refuse. don't know what you're missing. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Weird. That it's that not. processed oh. cheese is garbage. Yeah. But, Sorry. Okay. I can't eat it. Yeah. Hall of Famers, Ghost Rider, and uh, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman, his dad. Definitely useless. Not a great one, though. Giving you a what? seven. Yep, exactly. Mm. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. Trending. Well, it's a big day today for the city of Ottawa. For the first time in 12 years, we are getting a new mayor. Oh, mm-hmm. looky, looky, looky. Mr. Jim Watson spent his final day as mayor of Ottawa saying goodbyes, writing emails, clearing out his office. Today is the day Mark Sutcliffe will be sworn in as our new mayor, and Jimmy's going on a vacation. <laughs> He's apparently taking a train vacation somewhere, so. Good on him. <laughs> it's about yeah, time. Hopefully not on the LRT. Yeah, God, no. <laughs> I think he wants to leave that in the rear view. Uh, and this is making big headlines. So Amazon founder Jeff Bezos apparently is giving away the majority of his $124 billion fortune. He's pledged to give it away during his lifetime. He's going to devote the bulk of his wealth to fight climate change and support people who can unify humanity in the face of deep social 
social and political divisions. Wow, okay. Well, you saw over the weekend, he gave $100 million bucks to Dolly to go spend uh, on whatever charities she wants. So I uh, expect to see, like, probably, you know, methods like that, where he gives big chunks to different people who he feels like will make meaningful change with it. But $124 billion. It's just, honestly whew. going to be hard for him to give away that amount yeah. of money. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of money. No kidding. I could take some of that off his, off his, off his plate yeah. if he wants. Yeah. Maybe hey, Jeff. Maybe write him a note and ask him. Uh, and Jay Leno, this is crazy, was burned in a serious fire over the weekend with serious injuries to his face. So he was in his famous garage this past weekend working on his 1907 steam car. He was fixing a clogged fuel line. There was a fuel leak. Gasoline sprayed his face and hands. And then a spark triggered an explosion, oh, setting him on fire. Apparently, it was a friend of his who may have saved his life, jumped on him, smothered the flames, Thankfully, did not penetrate his ear or eye, but he's in a burn center needing some skin grafting. He has come out to say that he's going to be okay. He needs a week or two to get back on his feet, but he's expected to be in the burn center for at least 10 days. I know, that's very That's why scary. I never work on my own car, ever. That's terrifying. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. And he knows a thing or two about cars. So yeah. This is just like a freak accident. And that's uh, What's Trending, brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. All right, little audience participation here. You driving in the car, you at home right now, you listening at work. Raise your hand if you clean out your refrigerator every year, every 12 months. <laughs> Now, raise your hand if you do that maybe every six months. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, raise your hand if you're doing it every three months. The full, empty out, soapy shelves, drawers, everything. And if your hand is raised at three months, you may now pat yourself on the back. Because apparently, that is how often we are supposed to be doing the full clean out of the refrigerator. And they're, we're talking about this because today happens to be National Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day because apparently we all need a reminder. Uh, yeah. yeah, we do. Every <laughs> three months? That's that's a little insane. I, I'm very OCD in the that. kitchen, but I'm not that much OCD. I feel like this is something my sister would do. She is OCD about her fridge. She is one of those people, everything goes exactly back where it was. Mm-hmm. Everything has a place Everybody knows in the house because if they don't do it, they're getting in trouble. And she does like the full clean out all the time. I, I'm i like a, an occasional cleaner, you know, like if there's something on a shelf, I'll wipe it down. But like a full tear out, taking out the shelves, taking out the drawers. Yeah. And doing the full wipe down. Only if the power goes out and I lose everything. <laughs> the only time I ever clean up my fridge is if I've, if I've spilled something or if I've broken something. That's the only time I clean up the fridge. Connie must be doing it though. Yes. Yes. She does it like once every six months i mean you ha- right. it's the thing that you have to do when either yeah you lose everything in a power situation or you've just come back from vacation that's what i was gonna say fridge is empty that's my intention you know there might be a couple of times of the year where you've been gone for a week or more mm-hmm. and you're like perfect opportunity we cleaned out the fridge before we left so nothing went bad there really isn't that much in there so for you to clean out the fridge at that time is great and it's always my 
intention to do that. But then Mm -hmm. you come home from vacation, there's no food in the house, you quickly go grocery shopping, and you just want to ram it all back in there and just be done with it. They're saying every three to four months, like, the deep clean is necessary for preventing bacteria. Like, taking out everything, hot soapy water, Mm -hmm. the whole deal. You know the drawer that contains all of your vegetables? That's Mm -hmm. the one I clean the most. Like, it it gets gross very easily from the leftover lettuce and the onions. So that's the one thing I'll clean. But the rest of it can whatever. Go to crap. I don't care. That might get cleaned once a year at my place. Mm -hmm. I mean, I usually try and throw out the veggies before they go bad and get soupy in in there. You know, like there's nothing worse than soupy veggies in there. (laughs) It's nasty. Uh, But then also, like, think about it. Like, like the condiments and like I don't know about you guys, but like I have a coffee creamer that always seems to like leak and that leaves like you know like things like leave a ring on those shelves, right? Also, I probably have a handful of condiments in my um, fridge right now. My door that are expired oh yeah <laughs> you know yeah. you should really minute. be going through that stuff and and cleaning out that stuff condiments expire what you're, oh, joking. you're talking about like mustard and ketchup you're joking right that stuff never goes bad <laughs> ever i've been using the same one since 1902 <laughs> <laughs> what the heck dude yes everything has an expiry date on no, it no they don't come yes, on they you, do. just... you likely go through something like ketchup and mustard quicker yeah. than it will expire but like the weird condiments that you bought for it's that true. one meal that you yeah. wanted to make like the pad thai common, the condiments and the this and the that like things that like you used one scoop of once for a recipe oh, yeah i gotta go through my fridge now. yes you do speaking of going through our fridges we went through our own fridges yesterday and we posted photos of each one of them the interior embarrassing <laughs> because apparently the state of the inside of your fridge tells a lot about you and your oh, personality good lord so we're gonna get into our fridges and see what our fridges are saying about us and it might reflect on you if you have the same type of fridge we'll get into that coming up what does the state of your fridge say about you it's national clean out your fridge day we've bared it all on our facebook page and I would say it seems as though people know us. Yeah. <laughs> Just terrifying. Yeah. So we posted photos of the interiors of all three of our fridges. And we said, who do you think is whose? Because apparently the state of your fridge tells a lot about your personality. There is actually people who are refrigerator dating experts. Come on. And they will analyze people's fridges and tell them if they will be compatible in life and love and dating just <laughs> based on what's in there. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Imagine that's your job. Imagine. But yeah. uh, I, I guess they do say the way you kind of keep your fridge is a kind of an indicator of how you keep your life. And so I've been looking <laughs> at some of this mm-hmm. and it's not totally off base when it comes to the three of us. And I mean, you at home listening, just based on like our three types of fridges you can guess which one you are in this scenario so we'll start with you janelle okay (laughs) so i mean your fridge probably doesn't look right now how it usually looks no it doesn't so um a couple of people made some comments saying like oh yeah you're a young couple you have no kids of course your fridge is empty i think some people are concerned you can't afford food (laughs) (laughs) um i'm leaving for a two-week vacation in uh three days so we're trying to not have any food in Mm -hmm. our fridge (laughs) 
So I have to go off what I'm seeing. So, right. <laughs> uh, it says if your fridge is a little unloved, mm-hmm, a little is. bit sparse and scarce in the food department, mm-hmm. uh, looks like you need to do groceries and maybe have it for a bit, um, <laughs> it likely means that you fall into the socialite category. Oh, interesting. Which is pretty much you. It says you tend to spend a lot of your time and energy out and about with others. You probably have a lot yeah. of takeout containers in there on the regular because you <laughs> like to go out and experience different things. That's Janelle. You are talkative and assertive and outgoing, and you would likely be found out and about more than at home. Okay, that's interesting. We do not order takeout very often. (laughs) (laughs) We do not, and we do not dine out very often. Um, But I would say very, very social. We do, we do get togethers with friends a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. This, um, well, I'll, I'll do me first before we get to Stu. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Stu is more to unpack. <laughs> so I think that I fall into what would be called the conscious committed category. So it says you have a reasonably tidy fridge. The frid boasts, uh, fridge boasts an abundance of fresh fruit and vegetables, mm-hmm. which the full bottom is like spinach, broccoli, cauliflower. Uh, you probably do strong meal prep. Yep. Absolutely. You likely go to the grocery store with a strict list. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you like to keep a schedule, tick off the boxes, stay organized, and optimize your day as much as possible, or at least you try to. I think that's pretty accurate. So I want to know, is this like, how fre- how recently did you just do a grocery shop for your fridge in the state it is here? Uh, I went on Friday. Oh, and it stills that full. Yeah. Okay. It must yeah. be packed when you come back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting anything else on those shelves. And you know what? By the end of the week, my kids are, we had no food. Yeah. We had no food. Yeah. We had the food. Classic. Okay. So, Stu, this now, is. Now, before you get to me, okay. I just want to read this this comment from this guy on Twitter. The number two monster who puts ketchup and mayo on the top shelf over the fridge door should be jailed. That's your fridge. <laughs> That's, that's the first not, thing that's I not noticed. Me, it's my yeah. kids. That is the first my thing I noticed about yours. I have kids. I put they everything don't do away. That. My... Yes, they do. <laughs> no, mine do. The ketchup goes in the door. Everyone in the house knows that. I was the first thing I saw was your ketchup on your top shelf, and I was like, "Where's the milk? Yeah, where's the other stuff? Yeah, there's no eggs. Like I don't see certain things in your fridge that <laughs> I right. expect to. You're, you're going to say that my fridge is perfect. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's here's what your fridge says. I think this pretty much is where you fall. The people pleaser. So you have an overflowing fridge with a variety of foods placed wherever. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You have a lot of treats and baked goods. I mean, you have a chocolate cake in there and you have boxes of croissants. So, yes, this is you. Why do you have a cake in there? Was it somebody's birthday? Because my daughter... My daughter wanted cake the other night, so I'm like, okay, we got cake. Okay, people people pleaser. Here we go. (laughs) And it continues. You care about accommodating others' moods and foods and interests. You go the extra mile. You love cooking. And that often means you end up being the short order cook for your family, making each individual what they want. (laughs) 100%. 100%. You're the people pleaser. That is your fridge to a T. Interesting. Yeah. So I like to please people with food. Yes, you do. Yeah. And we've been, we've reaped the benefits of that. You mm-hmm. do like to cook and then you like us to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Oh, that was such a sad post to read yesterday from Jennifer Aniston about her very famous father who passed away at the age of 89. So she posted a tribute to him yesterday on Instagram, announced that he actually passed away on Friday on Veterans Day, which she said was so fitting for his life. He served in the U.S. Navy. 
Um, best known, though, for his long, long-running role on Days of Our Lives as Victor Kyriakis. <laughs> Grew up watching him because my mom always had it on, for sure. Um, but yeah, she uh, had a very close relationship with her father, so that was uh, very touching to see her tribute to him. And yesterday, uh, the Boots and Hearts Festival lineup was announced, and I have to say, I was one of the people that kind of went, huh. <laughs> One of the many, many people who were like, interesting. Okay, because you have, you know, the country greats like Tim McGraw. I was like, oh, yeah, oh my gosh. Go. Uh, Keith Urban's going to be there. Yeah. And then you throw in a little Nickelback. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Nickelback was announced as part of the Country Music Festival Boots and Hearts. What? So they have unveiled that they want to do this kind of country meets rock edition of the Boots and Hearts Festival. So they want Nickelback. So they think that it's, you know, really great for younger up and coming artists <laughs> to like open for a band like Nickelback, for example. I love it. Love it. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. No, I don't They're see in there. I don't see how this is going to make any sense. The the country fans are not going for Nobody's going there for Nickelback. <laughs> not a single person. But, but I, hang on a sec. It's almost like Blues Fest. You don't go to Blues Fest it's to true. see. It's true. It's same thing. not it's, Blues Fest, though. This is a country music yeah. festival. <laughs> okay. I'm well, sorry. Well, Blues Fest is not all blues. Uh, but blues, gonna... <laughs> like, blues Fest is like all genres yeah, of music. This true. is a country music festival. It is. It's very. <laughs> Hardcore country, <laughs> usually. So uh, anyway, so Chad and the boys will be there. So <laughs> tickets uh, for that go on sale as of tomorrow. This is a huge festival, though. And actually, Nickelback making other headlines, too, because it was just announced that they are going to be inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. So that's going to be coming at the Juno Awards in Edmonton, which are happening in March. So they are going to be the latest inductees. So Are they, like, making a comeback? I mean, have they made <laughs> Well, when you get in the Hall of Fame... You you did some things, right? I mean, they're a classic Canadian band. You yeah. know what? It's the kind of band that maybe it's not on your playlist that you listen to every day, but once they get up there and start yeah. performing songs, you're like, oh, I like this one. Oh, yeah. I like this one. I like, they're not bad. I, I love that rock star song. It's such a good track. They used to get mm-hmm. a bad rap. You know, they, do, they always do. I think do. they still do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> and that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? Today we have Gail and Sandra on the line. Stu, you and Sandra will be up first this morning. Good morning, Sandra. Are you ready to take the win? Sure am, yeah. Okay, Janelle, uh, choice of categories. Thanks to Diane Farley, who sent in our categories this morning. We have words with ew in them, so the okay. letters E-W. Yeah. Or words ew, David. with... <laughs> Ick in them. I-C-K. All right. Which one do you like? Let's go with Ick. Ick. All right. Uh, three, two, one. You're out in the forest and you pick up a... Ick. A what? Yes. And uh, uh, on Halloween, what do you do? You... Uh, trick or treat. Uh, did she get the right? No, no. it's not there. Uh, it's, um, no. Uh, never mind. Uh, you're really uh, smooth. You're very... Slick, slick. You're out at on a boat uh, out by the ocean. You're getting you're getting sick. Oh damn! I ruined it. Um, this band uh, we just talked about in the last half hour. They're, uh, they're yeah, nickel, nickel. That was awful. Nickelback. <laughs> you yeah. threw me off with the trick. That was what threw me off. Tricky was Tricky. the word that we needed you guys to get. Uh, um, so you guys ended up with two. Uh, Hang on the line. Who sent these in? Uh, uh, Diane Farley. 
Never again, Diane. <laughs> never again. Diane, don't listen to him. These are very clever, actually. I like them. Yeah. Uh, Gail is yes, going to try. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Morning. So we have to beat two if we're going to steal that win, all right? Okay, let's do it. Okay, so again, we have words with ew in them. Okay? <laughs> words with E-W in them. All right? Okay? Yes, ready. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, it's not old. It's new. Yes. Uh, these are in your roadways, and the water drains down them. Drains. No. Um, Ro- on the road. Sure. Yes. Uh, emeralds, rubies, uh, sapphires. Those are all types of um, precious. Jewelry. But, okay, skip it. Uh, not your niece, but your. Nephew. Yeah. Uh, you found something for me. I'm going to give you a. Reward? Yeah. Uh, this is the, the water that's on the grass in the morning when you wake up. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, do. do you after the buzzer, yeah? Yeah, but didn't matter because yeah, you jewel! guys uh, already have the win. Yeah. We were looking for the word jewel for jewel. those. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We we were uh, okay without it. So what did Gail win today? Well, we've got a uh, car pass. The Magic of Lights is going to be opening up at Wesley Clover Parks this Friday, and we've got a car pass for you to experience it. That's awesome. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. The Ottawa Senators are 30 years old this season. They've gone through highs and lows, losing last night to the Islanders 4-2. But the the city had pride last night as our former captain, longest-serving captain, number 11, Daniel Alfredson, was officially inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, it was a big night, and it was very cool the way they did this special timing of the Sens game last night, a 5.30 game, so then you could stay after and watch the induction ceremony from Toronto live on the big screen. My husband was actually at the game last night. He said that was super cool. Oh, that would have been wild. Experience to just watch that with all the fans. But this is just a little bit what Alfie had to say to his fans here in Ottawa. I want to thank Ottawa. From the first day I arrived until now, your support has been amazing. It has meant so much to me and my family. Ottawa has been the perfect place for me to live, work, and raise my family. And I was lucky to play in front of such passionate and knowledgeable fans as well. And I will never forget the Alfie chants. Thank you so much. (laughs) And chant they did for Alfie. Yeah. (laughs) No matter where he went, uh, even after the fact. I mean, he walked out on the ice at the beginning of this season and they were cheering for him. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in the city loves Alfie. I'm waiting for the new mayor, Mark Sutcliffe, to announce later today when he's sworn in that they're going to erect a statue outside Gate 1. <laughs> well, we don't know if Gate 1 is staying there. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. Maybe a plan for it in the future. Maybe can, a statue on wheels that we can wheel to LeBron. <laughs> you can move a statue. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work to haul that thing down the 417 to bring it downtown. <laughs> but it was cool. I mean, he's one of like the OGs of like the new franchise that reignited you know, yeah. hockey here in Ottawa. And it was very cool, the photo that the Sens posted last night to see all of those guys like in a lineup, Chris Neal, Wade Redden, Jason Spezza, Chris Phillips, and Alfie all together again. It was cool. Yeah, that could potentially be future ownership. Yeah, yeah. true enough. Yeah. Insert Ryan Reynolds right in yeah. the middle. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending?
Well, it is music's biggest morning. People are going to be hoping they get the call. The Grammy nominations are going to be announced this morning at 9 a.m. I wonder how many Taylor will be getting. Exactly. (laughs) They just called them the Taylor Swift Awards for this this year. Uh, Yeah. Also a big day yesterday for Christina Applegate. This was so wonderful to see. It was her first public appearance since her MS diagnosis. And she said it's going to be the first time people see me the way that I am now. She has opened up about her life has changed uh, since her diagnosis. She says she's put on 40 pounds. She can't walk without a cane. But she goes, I want people to know that I'm very aware of all that. You don't have to tell me what I already know. I know I look different. I know I move different. But this is this is it. So she was all excited for her big day. She got uh, all these designer canes made for different occasions she has coming up. But she was there with her family. And what was really nice to see is her originals, like from her Married with Children years. Like Katie Segal was there. Yeah, standing who, right behind her. Who played her mom. Her brother on the show, David Faustino, was there. So, I mean, she didn't forget her roots. And of course, her new co-stars uh, in her hit show, Dead to Me, were there as well. But um, just really great to see and really well deserved her, for her. attitude, too. Just yeah. like she was just she was, yeah. having, she was making fun of herself. Like She's she was like, having guys, fun with I it. got no shoes on. That's yeah. my life now. <laughs> yeah. I can't wear shoes. Uh, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. emotional talking about her daughter and her husband and the support that they've given her through. Yeah. Very tough time. And this is uh, I don't know how he does it. I really don't know how he does it. Pete Davidson is back in the dating world. Oh my gosh, who did he snag this time? Emily Rajaskowski. What? Superbody Emily, <laughs> one of the top supermodels on the planet. He just keeps collecting famous women. <laughs> they were out holding hands in New York City on a date night. Wow. I mean, he keeps outdoing himself, right? <laughs> Every girl just keeps. Ariana, Kim Kardashian, Emily. He just keeps and, collecting and them. And who's this one again? The f- a famous model? Yeah, supermodel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They call her Emrata. Okay. Mm-hmm. Emily Rajakowski. Yeah. She was rumored to be br- dating Brad Pitt last month. Yeah, that's what I thought. She gets around just as much as Pete. <laughs> Maybe it's a good match. Who knows? And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Oh, with story after story, we are seeing the state of our emergency health care for our kids at Chio. And Chelsea Gerard, just another mom with an all too familiar story that so many parents can relate to right now if they've tried to bring their kids to Chio recently. As she was telling CTV News, uh, with a sick baby in her arms, she headed to Chio's emergency room by ambulance. Now imagine you arrive by ambulance, it's emergency enough, and her seven-month-old son, Finn, who was having a severe allergic reaction, was told that he was patient 63 in line. Oh, God. With only one doctor on staff until 6 a.m., she waited 13 hours. Oh, my God. In the ER. This is how it's going. So many sick kids, she said, were in there crying, screaming, coughing, all the exhausted parents. She said they were all just looking at each other like, what can you do? She said eventually they do see everyone, so we are lucky, she said, But it's hard and it's scary to think of even having to go to the hospital right now. This is the situation that so many parents are trying to avoid. And as the province continues to grapple with these unprecedented volumes, uh, you know, it's not even COVID anymore. It's flu. It's RSV. And... You know, there are so many parents who are legitimately trying to nurse their children at home, 
but you can't bring fevers down when there's Mm. no access to children's medications. There is nothing on the shelves. There are no options right now for parents with sick kids and severely sick kids. So, of course, yesterday, health officials were recommending that we begin masking indoors again to try to, you know, curb this as much as possible. Chios opened up a second pediatric ICU to try to address the overflow of these critically ill babies and young children with respiratory illnesses. They're advising if you have like a two-year-old, do not bring them to any parties right now, mm-hmm. you know, around gatherings. Um, you know, it's just it's just not a good time. So, you know, Chio's chief of staff says unprecedented times feels like an overused word that nobody wants to hear, uh, certainly at the moment, but there's no better term, she says, to describe the crisis that's facing our pediatric health care system right now. Reports of like staff not even eating because there's just no, no time. time. Oh my gosh. So it is a mess. It is a mess. And you know what? If masking is what we need to do for a little while to try to fix this, I don't know. It's scary. And that's all the feels on Move 100.